0: Hey, Peter.
1: Yeah. What's my motivation for doing this episode?
0: Um, Your motivation is to answer one of our dear listeners' questions about motivation. I don't think it's going to be enough. Really? Come on. Chicken's done. Espresso time.
1: I'm Adam Manus. I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the you Hear podcast. This is yes. Shaggy, daggy dude. What was that? <laughs> it dude. Daily
0: music advice and inspiration coming at you.
1: Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com for us. Yes. Oh, you jazz We're back on that. Well, just this one time.
0: C- couldn't, couldn't that that way of talking get COVID? Is that possible? No. <laughs> not you. No, no, no.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I got dark there for a minute. Uh, no, seriously, go to OpenStudioJazz.com to check out. <laughs> oh! I know. I know, you were serious okay. about that part. <laughs> uh, today we have a, a question from email. We haven't taken an email question in a while, so I thought it'd be cool to go through some of these. Well, that's because we found
0: out that all of the dear listeners' questions were going to your spam folder. That's that was right. Weird. Yeah, yeah. But we got you now, dear listener.
1: This is We from, pulled you out. This is from Andrew. Andrew says, I oscillate wi- quite wildly between practicing hard and not really practicing. Mm-hmm. Also, when I'm practicing, I feel like the effectiveness of practice varies a lot. Motivation is a pretty big factor. To be honest, it comes and goes. I haven't played any gigs for maybe 20 years. So apart, uh, so apart from informal music sessions, of which there are few and none these days, I'm pretty alone in my musical world. Keeping up motivation with just these long-term vague goals is a serious challenge. I think I drift off if I don't see progress. Also, I have a habit of taking on things that are maybe too hard. I find keeping long-term motivation in the absence of performance very hard. Maybe it is impossible. Thoughts? Oh, we've got thoughts. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I really think in a couple... I was trying to furiously make some notes there as you went, but I think that... uh, Who is this from? Andrew. Andrew. Andrew, I think Andrew answered some of his own questions, as we often do. A little bit, yeah. Sometimes you you just got to talk through it. You got to talk through it. I think, um, you know, look, everybody that has come into my orb, um, family, friends, the open studio community, the you'll hear community at some point over the last seven months has experienced myself included for sure, uh, varying levels of motivation or at least a variance from what we're used to totally feeling. So that is like normal. And that's the way the world is right now. Yeah. Um, can we overcome that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but first of all, you have to acknowledge that it's there. You can't just be like, I'm going to, um, I'm gonna. I'm. I, you. You have to say you're gonna fight through it and and work on different techniques and and almost there has to be a certain amount of e- equanimity I think in how you approach this because if you just say that oh that's not gonna affect me that's not effective I mean it's sort of like you're standing there at the beach and the tsunami's coming and you're like well I don't believe in tsunamis and I've never been hurt by a tsunami yeah, the tsunami doesn't know that yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. tsunami coming um, but if we look at it and say hmm that's a tsunami I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let that totally disrupt my life, but I'm not gonna stand here and, st- yeah. and pretend like it's not coming. I'm gonna do the prudent thing. But there is gonna be. It's just like with the lack of motivation; it's gonna come because the world's upside down. Now, you, Andrew, were, you know, speaking about. I'll just talk about the first thing that I want you to kind of hit, whichever one you want, because he brought sure. up a lot. But yeah, yeah. Um, the thing of not performing for 20 years, so your motivation now is not because of COVID you can't perform. So I would look at that as a positive, actually, because a lot of musicians that are performing a lot, whether it's professional, informal, or, or whatever, you know, you, you, everything has changed all of a sudden, but that's for everybody. So maybe your performance situation hasn't changed that much. So you maybe you've actually developed some ways that you don't realize to be motivated that are more internal, that are more inward-looking. And this, I'm finding, is a time when we have to have that real reflective state in order to be able to motivate ourselves, which sounds corny and impossible, but is possible. Yeah. Um, but perhaps, Andrew, you've got a better sense of that than you think, because you haven't been relying for 20 years on performing. I know for me, I was like, performing, and, and like specific things I had to learn for gigs was like, it was beyond motivation. It was just like that would direct what a certain amount of my work was. So then when it was like, whoa, you don't have any of that. So it's like, what are you going to put in its place? So I think that you might even be in a situation like like I think all of us are to a certain degree as artists. Like how do we create a sit- – not create motivation because I think that's a little bit of a false construct. That's kind of like looking at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to be somebody today. No, but how do we create a a situation – a goal, a framework, a group of people around us, an absence of a group of people, a community, a virtual community, a a family. I mean, there's all different ways, but like how do you create create a family? That's gonna take a little bit of time. But but like how do we create an atmosphere that we direct the setup of it that has the potential to give us motivation? Mm. I think that's the way to look at it as opposed to thinking directly like, how do I get motivation? Because you can't go buy it. You can't rent it or else you'd have it. You have some of the richest people in the world that that lack motivation to do things. So you have to have a reason to be motivated, I think, but you also have to have a framework and a situation to be able to be motivated.
1: Yeah, well, jumping off on the framework you just set up, which is just perfectly said, uh, you might consider some ways to create some of that external motivation. If you need it, Andrew, and it sounds like you might, you know, create your own YouTube channel. Or how about a Bandcamp account? or some kind of project. Give yourself a, a musical project that yep. has a deadline, a goal, and that is performative. Yep. And you can do that from your home nowadays and it's it doesn't take a lot, you know. Yep. You can just or you know, start an Instagram where you just yep. post something every day of your practice. And then I would, if I were you, it sounds like you know, you go between practicing hard and not really practicing depending on your motivation. But what if you just gave yourself some tangible goals for this week and this month, right? Of something musical that you can achieve. This week, with some practice, right? With just very simple direct practice, and it doesn't have to be, I need to master a stride piano like Art Tatum this week, but something that you can well, that'd be do. pretty motivating. It would be very <laughs> motivating. Maybe that's uh, this year or this in, the, in a two-year trunk or something. But for this week, what is one thing? Maybe it's I like, can't play this tune in the key of G flat. Well, work on that every day until you until you can. But really, put a goal, a deadline, and something reachable. Yeah. And do that for for the next couple of months out and see what happens. And, And don't beat yourself up if you don't go past it. Just reach that goal. Reach those simple goals. And then maybe think about developing some kind of performative situation for yourself. Like I said, it doesn't cost anything to create a new YouTube channel and you don't have to attract a ton of attention but you could scratch that performative itch. Yes. or to do something on Facebook, to create a, a Facebook group that's just for you and people who can see jazz piano or something that you want to see. That one of those kind of things that we can now do and everybody is doing from the comfort of their own yeah. homes. Start a podcast maybe. I don't know. We thought about yeah. that and look at us now.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, and I think um you know Sometimes we'll think like, oh, well, Jeff, the world doesn't need another YouTube channel. Yes, the, the, the world doesn't need another YouTube channel per se, but the world may need you, what you have to say, and that's one way, one yeah. of many different ways to put it out to get your word out there, and now we're in kind of a unique time um, in that you're restricted, but you can use that restriction to your advantage. And so, like, like, just think about if we'd been going through what we're going through now, and there was no YouTube yeah. or way to, to record rough. yourself. Yeah. So I, I think we have to think about using these tools, and then, you know, don't be so. It's almost like a selfish thing. Like people think, oh, I'm not good enough to have a YouTube out, and no one's going to care, or whatever. Like that's selfish when you say that because you're thinking about really what you're thinking about. Sorry, I'm putting on my kind of judgy Peter hat. Is that you're, okay? No, you're okay. There we go. Do it. So, because you're thinking about how are you gonna be perceived? You're caring about yourself, you know? And so people think, well, I'm not showy. I'm not good enough to do this. But you gotta think about it from the other standpoint of like, I'm not gonna know if I have something to say unless I say something. Yeah, put it out right? there. Yeah. yeah, you're not forcing it on anybody. Hey, and it's, really, it's for you yeah, anyway. So yeah. from that standpoint, the selfishness is fine, yeah. you know? And but, and it can be motivating. I and you know what?
1: Sometimes things that are negative are motivating. You got positive motivation, you got negative motivation. Well, but uh, to to your point though, the more I think about it about like I don't know if I can do this without performing. I don't know if you should be able to do it without performing. I think per- performance motivates all of us. It certainly motivates me. I know it motivates you. Yeah. Having a performance coming up, it's a difference than not. You know? So so I, take I, advantage I, of that.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I really look at performance as as a musician, that this is the, the foremost way that we serve others. Yeah. You know, and the more I do this and like play music or just I'm involved with music, there's there's... All I really start to end up caring about is how do I serve other people? Like mm-hmm. how do I give to others like because that cuts through all the thing i mean there's other things that can motivate you can have money you can have love can, you can have can I have some money yeah i mean it's oh. that money, money oh, i thought can you be, were offering sorry <laughs> no i mean money's been motivated look but we've also both done gigs before where money was the big motivator yeah and if that's all that's there it's, you know once you have enough, it's <laughs> fine every once, once in you a have while. enough. <laughs> yeah you know? yeah but i mean i think that the money will come the accolades will come they're going to come different to everybody but when you get into that service mentality it just simplifies things so much so for me i've been trying to make more like decisions based upon you know how do we serve and your know, performance and teaching like those are the ways that i find to be able to do that and 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 to help others along and then you've got a community then you've got a reason to play and then you've got motivation yeah. the motivation will come back to you in spades I don't even know what that means, come back to you in spades. I don't either, but If I play sense. spades, I lose a lot of money, so I don't know. Makes
1: sense to me. Well, yeah. speaking of community, go to again, go to OpenStudioJazz.com. We have a big community there where we motivate each other on the the regular.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about something really quick with Open Studio as you play those luscious piano songs. I'm just trying songs. to provide a little. No, it's good.
1: We have, a, we have a
0: burgeoning
1: bass department headed up by none other than our good friend Bob DeBoo. Now, Bob DeBoo is a good friend of mine and he's a great bass player. One of my favorite parts about Bob is that his name is automatopoeic of a bass player.
0: Bob DeBoo. Bob DeBoo. Exactly. You know I, mean, I mean, that's why he changed his name to that you have to. many years ago. Yeah. Um, and it's, of course, uh, spearheaded um, uh, bass wise as well by none other than Christian McBride with his brand new course, Your Sound is Your Signature. I you mean, can...
1: if you got to have a spearhead <laughs> on the bass.
0: Yeah, no, it's just so wonderful, and um, yeah. So I mean, you know, we're very piano centric, but we have basses. Probably our biggest up and coming situation right it's now. We've pretty got so awesome. Many, so many cool things happening there. Yeah.
1: If there's any bass players listening to this podcast, uh, go check out those Bob DeBoo sessions every Monday on yeah. YouTube or just on Open Studios YouTube channel, and check out our courses. The, those bass courses are popping right now. That's right.
0: And if you're enjoying this podcast, what 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 would our dear listeners do?
1: Well, you should give us a rating and review. Just go to your what? phone. Go to Apple.com. No, don't go to Apple.com. Go okay. to iphone slash podcast slash uh, you'll no not that either just go to your podcast app You nervous? are you nervous, us, uh, are you nervous? Uh, <laughs> do you have a
0: motivation to, to, to get this correct
1: just leave us a rating and review whatever that means to you <laughs> the
0: fun part of this is every this will be a motivation for the dear listeners to uh leave us a rating review is that we give a shout out for every single rating or review oh do you have a new one we do. We have a couple new ones. This last one is from Zach Wolf, our friend. Oh, what's up, Zach? Zach. Now, but I'm also like, I say our friend, but is this the first time you're leaving us? Really, we've been knowing you all this time, and you. But that's okay. Better late than never. You'll hear it is the best music podcast around. Period. Peter and Adam share musical wisdom and sometimes even some good laughs. Why is it the best? Just check it out Whoa. on an episode, and you'll hear. Cringy. You'll hear it. Bad. You'll hear it.